This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. As we move into our 4 o'clock hour. The 4 o'clock hour of the show presented by Entry Point Doors and Windows, Atlanta's local expert for entry doors and windows. They're Atlanta's best for a reason. Go to entrypointatlanta.com for a free estimate. The NFL news just keeps rolling in. We knew the Bears would be as active as anybody in the league with more salary cap space than anyone. They've done it again. They have signed Bill star linebacker Tremaine Edmonds to a four-year deal worth $72 million with 50 guaranteed. So they had it. They add to their haul today of Mike McGlinchey and uh, T.J. Edwards after the trade they made Friday. So some big things happening in Chicago. We'll update you on the Falcons stuff as the uh, the show moves along. Chuck's got a college football today to share with everybody in five minutes. What can we look forward to? A traditional power has promised us a turnaround this season. Or maybe it lasts 47 seconds. All right, we'll find out what it means coming up. But first, way too many headlines in the past couple of years that leave Charles with just one conclusion. Uh, and this does go back at least a couple of years. Um, and I saw it again this weekend. The, the, the only thought going through my brain is, I guess the Falcons just don't want him. Uh, what the frick, Matt? The Falcons don't have a third-round draft pick for Jalen Ramsey? Now, I can't say if Jalen would have wanted to come here. Like, he, Did you see he said he's been praying for a month every day that he yeah, would get traded I, to the Dolphins? I, I don't mean to derail your whole thing. This is about Jalen wanting to go somewhere he can win. I don't think I, the Falcons would be on his radar. I, 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 I Jalen also wants to get paid, and you can always— He was going to get paid either way, though. I, you can always—what is the phrase? Money whip? Um, I'm just saying that, that it is interesting to me how often I've looked at it, and, and I said— Jalen wanted to go to Miami. He said been praying for it for a month, and he wanted to be reunited with this guy and this guy. And, this, and so he got the end of the rainbow there. But it was also Justin Fields, and Justin Fields didn't have much of a choice. Uh, Charles Cross last draft. Um, now Lamar. Um, all these stories still being told, but it's a familiar scenario already is what I'm saying. And I understand same thing we've talked about in baseball. Every deal is not there for every player, but – there is a lengthy list of transactions around the league or draft picks or trades or whatever that I can only look at and say, well, I guess they didn't want him or maybe they knew they couldn't get him. But the Falcons, you know, a player is in and out of the cycle seemingly before the Falcons interest ever even is ginned up in a lot of cases. So let, let's go through this for a second. The Falcons told you they're not interested in spending on Lamar Jackson. Because of what? Well, what are the two reasons? Uh, I'm assuming the impact of the cap is the first one, and he may be injured. And trade compensation. Okay. So for a quarterback, which is the most important position on the field, the Falcons, who would, by the way, be giving up a bargain as far as compensation, only two first-round picks. Look at what Carolina just gave up to move up to number one to take up maybe in C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. They just gave up four picks and a number one receiver. The Falcons just said to a quarterback, nope, two picks and the money not worth it. I don't think the Falcons would even entertain the idea 
of Jalen Ramsey because of the price tag, one, and because of injury, two, and... I don't think Jalen would entertain them. I don't. I don't think they're swimming in the same circles. I don't think the agent calls the Falcons. I don't think the Falcon. I don't think they even entertain it on either side, for obvious reasons. Like Jalen's at a point in his career is like, I'm going to cherry pick the Rams. I'm going to cherry pick the Dolphins. And it, he doesn't make the decision, but he tells his agent, make it clear to these teams, I'm going somewhere where they think they can win right now. And the Dolphins have the best pairing of corners now in the league. They might I just have the best wide be receivers in the, in the conversation. league. But, but you're not being realistic is what I'm telling you. In this case, I get it. But I was in the Deshaun the conversation a year the, ago. That was realistic, and it almost happened. And it shouldn't have. Here's the difference. The Falcons told you publicly we're not in the Lamar thing. Privately, they were telling each other, we're not in the Jalen thing. In fact, there probably weren't many teams in the Jalen thing. The Falcons are in the David Onyemata business, right? The Falcons are in the trading for Johnny Smith business. The Falcons might be in the Juan Thornhill business. The Falcons might be in the DJ Chark business. They are very honest about telling you, we believe we need to be fiscally responsible and somewhat aggressive in how we build this roster. And J- how would Jalen Ramsey have fit their timeline other than he's a phenomenal he's a talent? Pro, he's a six-time yes. Pro Bowl corner. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson's an MVP who's 26 years old. They're not interested in that business. And I looked at it, and I went, he just went for a third-round pick. Right. So, But that was also just to clear the money. The Rams were like, help us take some of this. Absolutely. Yes. But they also, well, they also declared that on Friday when they mentioned their three pillars, and he yes. wasn't one of them. I would also add this. Jalen probably digs the idea. South Beach, Miami, every player wants to live down there. They all want to play down there. And now the Dolphins are this hot commodity. Like, that's an easy. He goes from L.A. to Miami. That's the life right there for Jalen Ramsey, not Atlanta. Like, Atlanta, I don't know. Has Atlanta ever been that? Like, wait, give me the, like, we signed uh, Dante Robinson as the high-profile free agent corner one year. It was Dante. Um, No, it's Dante. It's Dante. It was was that when Dion and Hammer were here. Yeah, Dion was drafted here. But That's, no, I'm and, saying there was a window about a two-year window. Uh, well, what I'm saying to you is Dion couldn't wait to get the hell out. But, I just, but what was it for about that two-season window? It was kind of a place to be. It yeah, really Dion, was. Dion made it fun. You know what they added? Tim McHire, older free mm-hmm. agent. And then corner. he got out. He did. That's. I just. I'd love Jalen Ramsey. They're not in that business. They're just. They're. They, they told you what business they were in when they declared five minutes after. The quarterback, who was a 26-year-old former MVP, is available. They're like, yeah, we're not in that business. I choose to be disappointed as much as I wanted to be disappointed. Oh, you can so. be disappointed, but you got to be realistic. you got to know what to – like, you weren't shocked at all that Jalen Ramsey wasn't even brought up here, right? That didn't surprise you. It took me you. 45 years to stop being a Falcons fan. I don't have I to be realistic. <laughs> there isn't anything realistic about my NFL fan experience ever. Right. That's that's a fair point. Uh, very excited. Some big news from Atlanta sports trips. We just got back from Clearwater yesterday. Had ourselves a blast. Actually got in this morning for our Brave Spring training trip. And we have a bunch of new trip announcements that uh, we want to tell you about. You can read more about this at atlsportstrips.com. But Atlanta we have a roadgames.net. We have a Bravos trip planned in Chicago against the Cubs, August 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'm super excited to announce friend of the show, Jeff Francoeur, will be hanging out with our group as a part of a meet and greet for that uh, weekend extravaganza. We have a bunch of college football stuff set up. We'll do a bus trip to Athens to see the dogs in South Carolina, September 16th. Georgia and Vandy in Nashville, October 13th through the 15th, and Georgia against Tennessee in Knoxville, November 17th, 18th, and 19th, with a Falcon, with a Dirty Bird trip to be announced when we get the schedule. We're headed to New York to see the Dirty Birds play the Jets whenever we get the date. And 
We do have a big announcement coming with the Five Stripes trip to see them on the road so soccer fans can get their fill. All these trips are available. You can reserve any of these for just $99 at atlsportstrips.com. And deposits are refundable until the full trip package is announced. That point, once they are fully announced, the deposit becomes non-refundable. You can book now at atlsportstrips.com. Off his back foot, Chuck Oliver's College Football Today, brought to you by Duffy Realty of Atlanta, because money matters. That's a beta king. You want to get your house on the market, and you want to do it with Rhonda Duffy, because when it sells, you get to keep virtually all the money. She's going to do virtually all the work. You're going to get to eat virtually all the money. Uh, so that's how it worked for me. Three times, sold houses with Rhonda. Got to, let's see, make nearly $35,000 more than if I would have sold with a traditional old-fashioned agent. So Duffy Realty, ATL.com. Love you, Rhonda. I told you, a traditional power, be the Miami Hurricanes, they have promised us a turnaround this very season, particularly on offense. Uh, I need it to last more than 47 seconds. Specifically, I'm talking about Miami and Josh Gaddis. Everybody knows out. Totally different scenario. Uh, D.C. was out as well. So it's either with the position coaches, five or six of the ten assistants are going to be new this year. Mario Cristobal's been there one year. So after one year when you're promising it is, is morning in Miami, it will be a brand new day, especially on offense, because that's the one that he replaced. Shannon Dawson comes down from Houston. He's an air raid guy, and you think you know what that means. It's, you know, Tim Couch throwing a bunch of eight-yard passes. That's not really what Shannon Dawson does. He is a more aggressive. In fact, he's the aggressive version of the air raid. Uh, A lot of the same principles, but I think a little bit like Baylor and Art Bryles and what you do with the slot guy a lot deeper, apply that across the air raid. So, Shannon Dawson's an interesting call there, and with Tyler Van Dyke coming back, so they'll they'll be worth watching, I believe, if they follow through on that. Because whenever there is a rough start out of the gate with something new, uh, the I mean, invariably the response is to kind of turtle up with it, and because it's not proven at that campus. Um, 2018, you think about it, the entire offseason, Brian McClendon had just been named OC at South Carolina. They're going to play boogie ball. It was going to be up and down the field. They played Coastal Carolina, I think, the first week, and they're like, well, we're not going to you know, show you anything here. Next week, play Georgia. Their up-tempo offense that we heard last 47 seconds. Jake Bentley, incomplete, incomplete. Kick six going the other way. They got... The next possession, it was Rico Dowdle, Rico Dowdle, and then incomplete punt. Their brand-new, hyped-up offense lasted literally one possession. Forty. I never saw it develop at all the entire year. I needed to be different with Shannon Dawson. He will have the talent. He certainly has an NFL quarterback, dude 6'4", uh, standing there in the pocket. So he can get the deep ball going. He just has to be willing to follow through with it if it doesn't start out so smooth. Chuck Oliver's College Football Today, brought to you by Duffy Realty of Atlanta on the College Football Voice of the South, 680, The Fan. Oh, the legal tampering Monday continues. Another Bears signing we'll tell you about, plus a couple of Falcon rumors that we have to dive into. Coming up next, though, a lot of Falcon fans have wished for this. Virgins. Uh, I <laughs> mean... I mean, maybe. <laughs> I can't confirm nor deny that. No. They get nervous, and it goes by real quick. I've heard stories. Don't do nearly as well as like you've always envisioned. Oh, boy. Huh. No, a lot of Falcon fans have wished for this. 
and they might be getting it. We'll tell you about it next. Monday. Thanks so much for making Chuck and Chernoff a part of your afternoon. I hope it's a habit each and every afternoon, whether it's 2 to 6 live with us or listening on the podcast available to 680 The Fan mobile app. A lot of ways to stay connected to the program, either live on FM or AM, like I said, on the 680 The Fan mobile app or through podcasts, through your smart speaker. We appreciate any time y'all give us as we're with you till 6, then we'll turn things over to the up-and-comer, the rising star, the next generation of 680 really The Fan talent. Dylan Short, who hosts the uh, audio fun bag, the front rows audio fun bag. You put pressure on him, I think. Uh, you have to build him up, Chuck. That's how you put a young kid over. You build him up. Uh, 680 The Fan and our team, we are loaded up and we're headed to Cherokee, Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts coming up. This week, it's another generation fan, March Mania extravaganza for the start of the college basketball tournament. Madness. The locker room. Buck. Nick and Chris, Chuck and Chernoff, live from Harris Cherokee Casino. We'll be at there uh, inside the Caesar Sportsbook all day on Thursday, and you can still join us. While supplies last, Harris is offering a limited and deeply discounted room rate. Is the code Lanta? There is no can. Nope, there's no Lanta. Just for fan listeners to join, claim your room by going to 680thefan.com. Just look for the offer on the homepage. They are giving these rooms away, essentially, compared to what the usual prices are. And it's the best day of the year to be there with us. Help us fill the Caesar Sportsbook. 680 The Fans Generation Fan March Mania Extravaganza brought to you by Corona Extra and Modelo, especially all. Coming up in five minutes, if two really is a reliable sample set, Chuck knows who the Falcons are targeting in the first round. According to his driver's license, he's a 29-year-old Asian man from Indiana. Uh, maybe. Again, I don't want to. Give, I don't want to give too much I, away this early. I want to make you I, guys I think that was Derek Rose at the I, SAT. I, I mean, who knows? Again, you got to stick around and hear. Coming up in five minutes, I've I've really enjoyed, but also been frustrated at times by my own fan base, by Falcon fans who have had a lot of dissension this off season when it comes to the quarterback and the decision on what the Falcons should do. And it's the one position everybody will have an opinion on. Nobody will debate the left guard. Hell, people won't debate the starting wide receiver, and they probably won't even spend all that much time spending on, on linebacker. But it's quarterback, we all have an opinion. But the opinions this offseason have really largely been based around money. And it's one of the things I've hated about our business and just being a sports fan over the last 20 years that the business of the sport has become as much a talking point as the actual game, the player, all of it. And a lot of Falcon fans have been obsessed with the notion, don't want to break the bank for a quarterback, we'll go right back to salary cap hell. I've told you that's a myth, that's false, it's not true, but some people want to believe that, that's fine. To that fan group, I think you guys are going to get your wish. I think the Falcons are going to ride with some combo of Desmond Ritter, and then Chuck, do you have a pen and a pad? Oh, I have a, a pen. I don't have okay. a pad yet, but yeah. I can. One of these names will be brought in here to, I'm going to use the word in quotes, battle Desmond Ritter. It will be Andy Dalton, Taylor Heineke, Sam Darnold, Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew. One of those type of guys will be here, and the Falcons will sign one of them for two years and... 15 million total dollars or something or two and 20 but only one year of it is guaranteed and that falcon fan group will say good we didn't overspend on the quarterback we've got cheap 
third-round pick Desmond Ritter, and we've got cheap, dependable backup. We didn't break the bank, and we're not going to salary cap jail. You will get your wish, I think, and that will be announced in the coming days, whoever that next quarterback is, to join. But I would ask that group, what do you actually have as far as the players at quarterback at that point? Yeah, I would like to see a bunch more games won versus responsible use of the money, I guess. Or no, maybe like the ultimate thrifty use of the money. I don't know if paying Patrick Mahomes is well, – no, actually, I do. Yeah, you um, do. But yeah, paying most do. guys like $40 million, I don't know if that's a good idea. I know that's what the market is now. And so that means that if you're getting a two-year, $15 million, you said, $16 million. whatever it is. Yeah, that means you're not doing the same thing as teams that win. That's it. You're not doing the same thing. And they're, the only exceptions are when you draft a guy, and so Jalen Hurts doesn't have to get paid yet. It's the only exception. I think there is a subset of Falcon fans that thinks there is an award for spending, as they would call wisely. Because wisely is subjective. Wisely sometimes means frugal. Wisely sometimes means we found a uh, surprise in free agency. Or wisely can mean... Yeah, we spent $45 million on Patrick Mahomes, or we spent $40 million on whatever the quarterback is that's next up that we think can be a part of the reason we win a Super Bowl. Now, after Lamar is off the board, and he's not, but he's off our board, there is not another guy like that. So maybe the Falcons still address in the draft in a first round, maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. Man. Or they're going to do it this way and hope on Desmond, and I hope too. I'm rooting like crazy for Desmond. I want him to be the superstar quarterback that some of you think he has a chance to be. I just don't know after four games, and if the Falcons are being honest after four games, they don't know what Desmond is. I I don't know that six or eight starts would have changed it, but boy, every data point would have helped to have more on Desmond because of those four games he started, I was at the game in New Orleans. They spoon-fed him. He threw for 89 yards. He looked like most rookies starting their first game. He showed some improvement in Baltimore. I thought he did some good things. And then the last two games, I was impressed, but it's it's all met with a grain of salt because I was impressed watching them beat David Blau in Arizona late and then beating a half of Tom Brady and then I think it was Kyle Trask in the second half of that game. Desmond's played eight halves of football, 16 quarters of football. I saw some breakdowns of numbers, and because these are such limited samples, you're going to laugh at this stuff, folks. In the first quarter of games that Desmond started, he was 11 for 23 passing, 48% completion for a total of 75 yards and one touchdown. Fourth quarter, I like his fourth quarter numbers. Even in a limited sample, 24 for 34, that's 70% for 263 yards. Commented on some of that during the regular season. We were noticing that, that like it almost took a half for him to kind of get, I don't know, lose, comfortable, whatever the hell. But he was was better in every second half, it seemed. I I hope it is. Like, I want to make this clear for the 50th time. I'm rooting like crazy for that kid. I'm a fan of that team. I want them to be successful. But if, if I go in doing a percentage of it working, I'm betting against it working. It just doesn't work many times. And the Falcons aren't going to be good enough on the O-line for a, a middle of the pack if, he's, if that's what the ceiling is for Desmond. It's not going to be good enough for a while. If they're just middle of the pack defensively, it's just not going to be good enough. I, I'm fascinated with their plan on this, and maybe they'll shock me in the next day and they'll pull off something none of us are expecting with the quarterback. But my gut tells me it's going to be something that looks like Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew, or something else. And I'm going to use the word again to battle Desmond. When I, 
I saw the first time, whoever it was, the example where an NFL team drafted a receiver. It was like, oh, God, it's time to pay him. Um, the first time that they were able to trade him and the team says, we'll give him four and a hundred. And then it like has happened now a few, like Cheetah, yeah, AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. Yep. I was like, I'm horrified by that. Philadelphia spent well last year, didn't they? Well, they Philadelphia spent, spent well. Miami yep. went to the playoffs. They cagged and they were using the third teamer who wasn't even on the roster, really. That's different. Miami spent well on Tyreek Hill, like $22 million a year. They, they spent well because it worked. But they also had the cheap quarterback. And if you're telling me the Falcons yep. are going to go, are they going to go spend on the $20 million receiver? Or are they going to go spend on the, you know, whatever the piece? And we're going to blow it out everywhere else. So if you would have told me they would have just spent $20 million on Mike McGlinchey or Jawan Taylor would have gone, oh, that makes sense. That means they are going to go big around the inexpensive quarterback. You can't do both things. You can't go sort of inexpensive in a lot of areas and expect it to pop. At least that's what history would tell us. This morning in the Atlanta airport, No one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Coming up in five minutes, baseball. Looks like they got this one right. And I was really impressed seeing it play out in person. I'll explain coming up. But first, if two is a reliable sample, Chuck knows who the Falcons are looking at in the draft. Yeah, and that's which first-round prospect is. And it's only been two first rounds, but which one is so physically imposing? He doesn't really look right playing that position almost. Like Kyle Pitts doesn't look – what do you mean he's with the tight ends? You know, I've used and like he's the he's the high school kid who wandered onto the middle school field. That's Kyle Pitts at tight end with the other. He's like, no, no, I'm supposed to be here. Drake is kind of you look at him and it's not Calvin Johnson, but it's kind of sort of like that when he's one on one with a corner. There's only one. And Jim Maggie, he mentioned it earlier. He's like, you don't find there. There are no Darnells. There are other tight ends who do a lot of stuff. And that's Darnell. Now. I don't know what they're going to do with the combination of Kyle and Janu, Parker Hesse. Mike Hole is coming back, isn't he? Um, and so maybe they already have four tight ends that they love. But if two is the reliable sample set, I went and looked today, Matt, the only player with a first-round grade that you look at and go, eh, that doesn't look right. He Is he in the right position group? It's Darnell Washington, and so it will be interesting because the Falcons have some blue sky there. I don't think he's an eighth overall pick, and so I think he's the kind of guy where you get what you really want at another spot and maybe a Darnell if you start at eight. If you start at 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, maybe that's where you stay and you take Darnell. Ian Rappaport is a douche. Not important right now. Ian Rappaport is uh, reporting 
Cincinnati Bengals safety Jesse Bates is, in fact, signing with the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody say ho. It is a four-year deal worth $16 million per year, which you knew it was going to be pricey, but this was the one that everybody connected the dots on right when we saw him hanging out with a couple of Falcons. Remember, he was seen with A.J. Terrell, Kyle Pitts, and Casey Hayward. Uh, Ryan Nielsen wants a quarterback uh, on that defense at the safety position. This is that player. So the Falcons have gone big for Jesse Bates. That deal, again, uh, Ian Rappaport says it'll be a four-year deal worth $16 million per for Jesse Bates. Okay, I'm not ruining this. On, yeah, now you know me. What's done is done. This is as a result of Richie Grant. They misevaluated, missed him. That's part of well, this. Well, that's free agency is always about what we got wrong in the draft. We're going to try to make so, up for it, overpaying free, always free agency. You of course. evaluate better in April when it's just the picks and you don't have to necessarily do something quite this gargantuan. So that's what it is. And you move on and you wipe your nose and say, all right, let's, uh, what's next? See, two things. Number one, this is, uh, you know, it's similar to the Falcons couldn't get center right for two or three years and they were like all right here's how we fix it we throw a ton of money at, at alex mack now you bring in jesse bates who's kind of the center fielder of the defense richie grant yep. will still be involved he moves around a little bit more and you try to get the best out of richie now with aj terrell the corner with richie ba- with uh, jesse bates at safety so it's a plug and play no-brainer move that makes you a lot better we'll have front office Lowe's join us in a moment is he there Let's get Lowe's in here to talk about, A, some of the numbers. We don't have the full numbers on Jesse Bates, but the player at that AAV, Lowe's, that kind of sounds what the market was going for. Uh, if we're talking about a player being right around that 15 to 17 million mark and Jesse Bates comes in at 16, this has been uh, this has been telegraphed for weeks considering that he does share agents uh, with a number of players on the team. Uh, Jesse Bates is a nice player. Uh, he's a playmaker. And if you're looking to have dynamic safety play, he's the most dynamic safety that is in free agency. Uh, for me, again, this is going to change the role for Richie Grant. And Richie Grant did have success last year as, as playing closer to the box. Uh, and being, you know, more in those fronts where he's playing, you know, kind of a linebacker position as a safety. If that's his role, then that's his role. But you now have one of the stronger center field players uh, that was especially in the AFC last year. These numbers as well from Josina Anderson on Jesse Bates. He's getting $36 million at signing, $28 million in year one, according to a source, a four-year $64 million deal. So, again, you know, this is a guy who was playing on a – championship contender if you're coming to the atlanta falcons that price tag is going to be high <laughs> and it was and they paid it for uh for jesse bates los thank you hey guys we'll check in with carlos when uh the situation arises live in the weather center with breaking uh, details so that news just coming in jesse bates and the falcons a big signing you want a big splash there's jesse bates on a four-year 64 million dollar deal uh i had a chance to uh go to my first spring training game gosh in several years probably since chuck you and i were in orlando uh to watch the braves no i don't care for spring training a ton but i was so interested we were in clearwater or excuse me bradenton yesterday to watch the braves and the pirates and i was so interested to see how the pitch clock thing was going to work in person and i have some numbers that you're going to love you ready mm-hmm. this was a two hour and 34 minute game with 14 runs 16 hits six walks and five mid-inning pitching changes I mean, the thing flew. And I kept saying to my 10-year-old, I was like, they're in the fifth? I kept looking, oh, it's in the sixth? I mean, the thing was exactly what baseball was looking for. A ton of action with a lot fewer breaks and, and 
dead time in the middle of it. The only weirdness for me is I found myself staring at the pitch clock every at bat. I find every time somebody would step in, I'd be like, oh, how close is he getting before the batter's in the box at eight seconds? And the pitcher never came close, by the way, to getting to triple zeros on the clock. The other thing I loved was pitching changes. You had two minutes in between with the clock running on it. So I'm sure like everything else, I'll get used to not staring at the pitch clock. But for baseball, and I know Jeff Passan had some numbers last week at the end of the week on the time of games from a year ago. And this is just spring training, and it's a fairly small sample, but 301, three hours, one minute from a year ago was the spring training time to now 236. Runs per game are actually up. Stolen bases are up. Uh, bat pip on ground balls, that number's up. Strikeout rate is down, so you're getting more contact, more singles, more stolen bases, more runs, and games being played 25 minutes faster. Kudos to baseball so far. Yeah, you don't want extremes. Oh, no, no, sorry, your target isn't extremes. There were pitchers in, as recently as the 70s. You know, like the, you know, Greg Maddox had the, the, whatever it was with him, like an hour and 49 minutes or something. Um, there would be hour and a half games. Uh, not really that unusual, uh, but you, you, that's not the target. Uh, the target is to remove people standing around because there's zero entertainment value, even if it is a guy like Bryce Harper. If he steps out of the box and starts screwing with both batting gloves, there's no entertainment. The guy's standing around a hill of dirt, five guys standing around a pile of dirt. And so they removed a lot of the things that have no entertainment value. And by the way, that red thing on the NFL field that has the show you how much time is left uh, with the commercial break or whatever else, you stopped looking at that after a while, too. You so do. And we'll uh, move on. Well, two things. Really talented people can adapt. And I'm watching baseball players quickly adapt. They're in the box. They're realizing very quickly. They're not looking at the clock or paying attention to it. But after nope. the pitch is thrown, step out, step right back in. Pitcher gets the ball. He's good to go. You're even going to see what we saw with Max Scherzer. Some guys are going to use it to their advantage. Some guys are going to be ready on the mound at 15, stall until 2, until the batter has to sit there for 6 or 7 seconds. And you only have so many abilities to take a timeout. So there will be as, as some of this gets more comfortable as the year goes along. Some will use it to to their advantage, but I, I loved it. It was I could not get over. I have been at spring training games that have taken four hours with all the pitching changes and all the runs. And there was a point in this game in the in the eighth or ninth inning. And this comes from somebody who was a diehard Braves fan. I'm looking at these players going, I don't know who this guy one guy didn't have a name on the back of his jersey. I'm not kidding. Kid wearing ninety two for the Braves. I looked up on the board and I saw Gerardo Quintero. He has no name on the back of his jersey. By the eighth or ninth inning, it was every low-level A. There was a number 27 for the Braves, and it wasn't Austin Riley. It was somebody named Pearson in the game at the end. And the thing, the Braves exploded in the ninth for like six runs, and the thing flew. I, I was I was super impressed. Again, it I, showed, it, it, you know, the bullpen uh, change where you have to face either three hitters at the end of the inning, it shows you that it you never had to be managing that way before same thing this is showing you that it never had to take three hours and 10 minutes to play a baseball game no this is yeah for the at game experience at home not as much a big deal i can do 15 other things that is a big deal for somebody who wants to take a, a 10 or 12 year old sure. to a night game and oh i can now get out at 9 30 instead of 10 45 that's it's a pretty big deal. Now, I will mention, too. So we hopped over from Clearwater yesterday to Bradenton with our group, and we had one set of our group in one car, and we had another group that met us in Bradenton. And 
And we, we, were, we went over custom style, Chuck. We did the Mercedes Sprinter van limo. It was very comfortable. There was like 12, 14 of us in one of the, in the vans, including my 10-year-old who was with me. Everybody having a great time, drinks, conversation. About 30 minutes in, he decided it was time to projectile vomit all over the limo. No. Yeah. Why? Motion, yeah, motion sickness is, uh, is an issue for Josh Chernoff at times, and I'm telling you, everywhere. I'm it was like, so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say everybody. Now, one of our guests who actually knew one of the couple that was with us, I look over at her, and she's, if you've seen the movie Stand By Me, it's an older movie, but the reference yeah. Chuck will get is when the Lauren pie eating contest. Uh, she starts doing the gag face, and I'm like, oh, God, it's going to start this chain reaction of, <laughs> of people in this gorgeous limousine, this Sprinter Mercedes Van Limo. Thankfully, everybody got themselves together, but I, I felt so bad for the kid. He didn't know how to react. To <laughs> the motion sickness is not something you can my contain. My goodness. Yeah, That's, yep. yeah, a little drama me, maybe. He wasn't even drinking. Everybody else was drinking. No. No. Failure on my part. Bad parenting once again. All right, coming up next, Kang is hitting the Harris window on Thursday morning. Bet the Rockets. Okay, that one didn't work. Under the 4-3 in Indianapolis to the Combine. All right, that one just missed. No home runs for the entire World Series. It was close until game one. It's the combination of the possibility and the number you're getting. You don't. You don't. I believe yeah. your nickname is called Bad Beat. Oh well. Up next, though, Bad Beat will give you a sneak peek at his looming windfall. Get a pen and a pad. You're not going to want to miss this one. Your get rich scheme, quick. You can have it next. I know my rent was going to be late about a week ago. I worked my ass off, but I still can't pay it though. Are throwing money around on this legal tamper, uh, tampering Monday. The newest addition to the fold, Jesse Bates, stud, line, uh, stud safety, who has signed a four-year, $64 million deal, $23 million in year one, to add to a day that includes David Onyemata, defensive tackle, a trade for Jonu Smith, some smaller moves as they bring back uh, Keith Smith as well. At uh, fullback, we'll see what else is in the cards for the uh, Falcons. A reminder, you can keep up with everything going on on days like this or pretty much every day with the fan app. It's all driven by Beaver Direct. Beaver Beaver. Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com to see what wow Wow. really means. Download the fan app now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. I also want to give you guys a little something extra right now just for being the loyal listeners that you are. Friend. Georgia native Sam Hunt. Is he related to Mike Hunt? I don't believe so. Uh, inappropriate. You're right. Your fin's right. Live Nation is bringing Sam Hunt back to town to Ameris Bank Amphitheater September the 8th. Cedartown, Georgia's own Sam Hunt coming to Atlanta. Ameris Bank Amphitheater September 8th. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster. We have tickets for you to win this week, including caller 6 right now at 404-231-1680. All right, so uh, we're heading to Harris Cherokee. We'll be there all day Thursday with the station, starting with the locker room with Buck, Nick, and Chris, and our show live at the Caesar Sportsbook. And Bad Beat Chuck has a can't miss bet for you if you're heading up to Harris with us on Thursday. I'm not Bad Beat Chuck, and I'm not saying can't miss. I never say that except for Georgia Tech, Maryland. Um, I'm saying that I have three keys that I use every year. 
developed over the decades to win in March Madness, NCAA men's tournament. Okay. Three items. Okay. Uh-huh. Write these down. All right. Upperclassmen guards this and a lot breaking. of them. So upperclassmen guards, senior guards. I like. Hang it. on, and a lot of them, and right. I mean at least one ball handler off the bench when something goes bad with the starter's ankle or fouls or whatever. You had at least one off the bench. All right. Second, legit like paint monster. I mean a guy paint low monster. post fouls rebounds Arr. when something goes bad with the with the uh with whatever with the starter. Uh-huh. You got a legit second guy. Free throw percentage as a team. Because down the stretch, that's going to work, whatever. So those are my three. Uh, here are my three teams. Do you want my three teams? I was going to wait to release these on Thursday after I had my tickets. I don't want the numbers to change sure, so much. Sure. But I'll go ahead and release these. All right, what do you got? I'm getting three win tickets, a $100 ticket and a pair of $200 tickets. All right. My $100 ticket is to just kind of cover my expenses here. So Houston, mm-hmm. Kelvin Sampson's most experienced, probably his best team. Sassers you know that? Most that's what I read. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Sasser's supposed to be healthy and play. Sasser. So all of this is true. Uh, plus 600 at a $100 bet. Boom, I'm in for the Cougs. Here are the next two. UConn, plus 1500 That's a $200 buy. Uh, they check two and a half of these. And then Duke, plus 2000 on a $200 buy. Uh, one of those is going to hit. I'm going to walk away a winner of either a little bit of money or else I'm just getting a four-finger ring. So out of the 68 teams, those are your three, that one of those hits and you're in the money. I mean, that seems pretty good. Do you want to give me your final four or you want to go over your whole bracket now? I'm not going over the bracket. That's not a bracket. That's money. That's grown man work. You're filling mm-hmm. out your free bracket and sending it to Warren Buffett. All right, you're, mm-hmm. you're just clicking send. Okay, I'm doing beat. grown man stuff okay. here. I'm talking about putting money down. All right, bad beat. Do me a favor. That's three hundred bucks you were gonna spend. No, it's five hundred dollars. Oh, I'm sorry, five hundred. Give me two fifty. Oh, here we go. Put the other two fifty in your pocket. Then on April the sixth or whatever day the national championship is, I'm gonna say, Chuck, go into your pocket. What do you see there? And you're gonna go, oh, Matt, I have two hundred and fifty dollars. You're gonna thank me because Bad Beat mm-hmm. would have saved half the money he was gonna waste mm-hmm. on these three plays. Uh, I three love plays. these three plays. No, I love you don't the love setup. These three, I love the love allocation. Them. I just uh, okay. I tell you, I went on. It was either ESPN or maybe it was USA Today dot com. Yeah, uh-huh. All sixty eight teams. The capsule that explains their so I read two paragraphs about all sixty eight teams, and this is what I came up with. What uh, I'm being told by a source that you got a bad number on UConn. Oh, bad, bad uh, B Chuck. Is it inflated or is it too low? I'm finding out right now, but I was told by a source. Was it a oh, little? Made... Was it a little source, Matt? So my source had it a plus eighteen hundred. So you, uh, you left even some... better. Yeah, I had Houston plus six hundred, UConn's fifteen hundred, Duke plus two thousand. If I'm good for me. Okay. Before the Big East tourney, my source tells me UConn was plus twenty five hundred. So you're late to the party. And after I've announced this, I mean, maybe the there's the number gets depressed a little bit. Sure. I'm on the record now, but I do it for the listeners. All right, bad beat. There he is. We'll see if Chuck's three latest. Are... Don't put the karma on it's me. Not, it's not karma. It's called I've got data. I've got history on these on these. I feel great about these get rich quick schemes that you've cost me my money on that I'll never again give you a dollar on. Look, I'm gonna have fun and I'm gonna walk way a winner okay we're all rooting for bad beat we'll see if it happens all right coming up next the falcons can finally show us how big theirs is i got a little one i was talking about their wallet i need more girth their salary cap space mine's bigger than yours how much money they have to spend in free agency 
and they've been spending it. We'll add it up, tally up the numbers next. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 